In Mark chapter 15, we read about the crucifixion of Jesus. Crucifixion being one of the most painful ways of execution mankind ever devised, specifically for the Roman Empire that utilized it to send a message. A message to warn anybody that might cross them, so to speak that this is what happens to those that don't submit to our power and reign. So because crucifixion served that role as a deterrent to the bad behavior in the Romans' eyes of others, it was carried out in a very public way. People hanging there, naked, as others just came right by in full view of their suffering, of their dying. And to just make sure the point wasn't lost, hanging over the head of the accused would be an inscription describing what their crime was to warrant this. That's where we find Jesus in Mark chapter 15, beginning with verse 26, where we read, And the inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe those who were crucified with him also reviled him. Jesus is hanging there, beaten, bloodied, humiliated, suspended only by nails driven through his wrists and his feet, holding him up, every breath a battle, incredible pain aching through every muscle. And these people walking by, seeing him hang there, bloody and naked, they're mocking him. They're taking things that he taught and prophesied and did, things that he said that were true, that were full of compassion as he did them, and they're twisting it. They're turning it into a way to tear him down. They're taking his words and corrupting them to use instead for attack, to do everything they can to add to the burden, to the agony that he's feeling. They see Jesus on that cross, and they assume that he must deserve it, that if he's up there, if all of the religious authorities wanted this, if the Romans agreed to it, then he must deserve this pain that he's in. He must deserve this suffering that he's going through and nothing stopping them from adding to it. They're thankful they're not up there 
And isn't that how we as people so often are? We delight to see the suffering of others. We can't help but point out when we feel like somebody must deserve the bad that they're getting. That was certainly the case with the chief priests. Mocking. Jesus, by saying if he was truly the Christ, if he was truly the king, if he could save others, then he should certainly save himself. Even going so far as to say if he would just come down from that cross, they would see and believe, but appreciate the irony in those words. Because what all had they seen up to this point? How often had they seen evil spirits cast out, and lives completely changed? How often had they seen ailments healed and people leaping up with joy, God's name being praised? How often had they heard people from the least to the greatest sitting at his feet, hanging on his every word as he taught in indisputable ways the wisdom of God? And they never believed. Yet now they tempt Jesus again. They test Jesus again, saying if he'd just come down from the cross, they'd see and believe. But what they didn't realize is that if Jesus did come down from that cross, they would have no hope. Because what they thought was a demonstration of Jesus' failure, what they thought was a demonstration of the triumph of their power and their authority, was actually God's only son giving his sinless life as a sacrifice. That through his humiliation, through his death, he would open a way for those very people to be rescued. He would open a way for those very people to be saved. If they believed. If they'd received it. So the very thing that they were mocking Jesus for, the very ways in which they were trying to add to his burden, his suffering, Jesus the whole time was there for them. He was there for those robbers receiving a just punishment by worldly standards for what they had done, who also mocked him. He was there for us, for the sins that you and I commit that would separate us from God, that bring ruin to our lives and our relationships. He died. He endured the mocking, not because he deserved it, but because we did. And God in his great love, his amazing grace, wanted better for us. He wanted better for us than what we deserve. He wanted us to still know his goodness. He wanted us to still be in relationship with him now and forever. So Jesus absolutely did not get what he deserved. But he bore it anyway so that he could give us what we don't. 